0: morning, everyone. Stand with me as we worship. Sing like a lion. Surely
1: is the fact that our God is not. The thing that separates Christianity from religion is the fact that the tomb is empty. That there has been a resurrection. And the good news for you and the good news for me today is that we may have come in here all beat down and beat up this morning. But the good news is the same resurrection power that brought Jesus out of that tomb is available to you and to me today. Give him a hand clap of praise today. Because that's good stuff. I don't care who you are. We're so glad that you're here today. Uh, if, if you're a guest, uh, man, we want to extend a, a, a special welcome to you. Uh, if this is your first time here, uh, encourage you to get a handout. Uh, fill out the information here on the back, rip it off, attach maybe a hundred dollar bill with it, drop it in the offering plate. Uh, when you, <laughs> no, really, uh, just give us an offering of information today. We would we would love that. But we're here to worship the Lord today. We want you to just to relax, uh, enjoy yourself, because you know we're kind of weird like that. We just think worship ought to be fun, uh, and and just uh, so we want you to have fun here today as we worship the Lord together. Something for me, if you would, just kind of scooch up a little bit. If you just kind of tighten up a little bit and then sit down, it'll it'll make it easier for folks to come back to to find a seat a little bit later. But you can go ahead and be seated if you if you will for just a moment. But just kind of scooch up a little bit, act like you love each other (laughs) for a few minutes. I, I shared in the I shared in the early service this morning how. As I was writing down this morning I, I, I just became overwhelmed uh, with with just the, the presence and the power of God as I was I was kind of thinking back over this past week and um, just how you as the, the church have man you were just the church this week is in action and I, I know Friday morning I went over to the surgery center and uh, Brother Glenn Miller is having surgery on both ends, actually on his on his feet and on his shoulder. But but when I got there, you were already there. <laughs> the church was already there. And then and then I got a phone call that uh, Brother Daryl was uh, in the hospital in Natchitoches. and it took a little while to get things arranged and got up there, and you were already there. The church was already there man and i just thought that is so cool that's the way that it's supposed to work you know that when when one part of the body ministers to another part of the body then the entire body has ministered to that person you know and and that's the cool thing about the way we operate as a church it you know it, it's not just you know, it doesn't just count when Pastor Brad shows up. It counts when any part of the body shows up and and ministers to others. And so I just want to I want to thank you for that, church. Thank you for just being the body of Christ and and for just ministering and and, and loving on folks. And as I mentioned, Daryl he's actually in Cabrini at this very moment. Uh, at any moment, they're going to be taking him back to do a heart cath. And, uh, so we want to we just want to pray for Daryl this morning because man our God is great and he is able to 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 heal Daryl's body and that's that's our desire that's what we want to pray for but before we do is there anyone else a name you'd like to call out that just that needs healing today you know the Bible says that that by his stripes talking about Christ that by his stripes we are healed and so is there a name that you need to call out today that I'm sorry Marler Mr. Marler Okay thanks Betty Melanie Okay, Melanie. okay. Jeremy Jimmy Okay Angie Corey Zach Merita Dorothy And Bud Dorothy and Bud Okay Over to have Steve Come on, Jones. Back in the back. Your whole family. Wow. David, Mike, Beth, Alice. Right over here. Johnny, Sherry, Leonard, and, and Albert. Wow. So many needs. So, you know, we call these names out not to to tell God something he doesn't know, <laughs> to inform him. But we call these out saying, God, man, this is beyond us. This is bigger than us. This is We have no strength or no power to do anything about any of these situations. But God, there's nothing too big for you. There's nothing you can't do. And so we call those names. And I wonder this morning, is there, would there, is there somebody here that... The Holy Spirit is just stirring your heart That you would want to pray for these this morning Anybody in this place That that you just sense a stirring Of the Spirit of the Lord Says I I just need to pray for these folks this morning Anybody? Anybody here? right, I'll pray for them Father In the name of Jesus we come before you Lord you heard every name That was called Lord a little bit later in the message We're going to see where Jesus walked up And he called someone by name And so Lord Thank you that you know our name Not only do you know our name God but you know exactly Where we are What condition that we're in And Lord that brings us Great peace And great comfort And Father for every name That was called out today There's a need in that life and God there there's there's someone who is concerned about them to to call out that name before you and lord my prayer today is that by your stripes that every person would be healed Lord and only you know what that needs to look like God whether you're just going to touch them miraculously and they get up and, and, and walk or, or, or Lord whether you're going to use a process but however you choose to do that God we will give you the praise and the honor and the glory for you alone are worthy so Father thank you that we have the privilege to pray for these Lord I pray that you meet need in those lives. I pray, Lord, that you bless those who are ministering to them. Help them to know what to do to help them during this time. So, Lord, we just, as we pray for these, we invite you into this place, Lord. We want you to be glorified in our life today. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand and continue to worship, with us?
0: great Yeah. <laughs>
2: that this morning church let's give the lord a hand hallelujah father god thank you for being our king of kings lord thank you for being our lord of lords god i thank you that you are our cornerstone i thank you lord that though all hell assail us that father we are anchored in you father i thank you lord that if you were for us god who in the world could be against us Father, I thank you that you who are with us Is greater than any who is with the world I thank you, God, that you are a majority And right now, in Jesus' name I pray for every person in this building, Lord I don't know where they are God, they may be on top of the mountain Or they may feel like they're under it But in Jesus' name, would you give them a word of confidence, Lord Would you give them a word of encouragement A word of exhortation, God Today, Lord, you the master potter God, would you help conform them and to the image of your son Jesus in your name we pray amen you may be seated this morning it's great to be here today thank you for worshiping with us on this biker Sunday hallelujah thank you worship team for leading us in worship amen the uh, drummer belled on them this morning amen and they did great didn't they give them a hand hallelujah great job uh man uh, leading this morning without our uh, a drummer and so we appreciate you that was not our drummer that bailed a, a, let me clarify that, that was a fill in, but anyway if you have your Bible this morning if you would take it and turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 19, the book of Luke and chapter 19 as you find your place there, have you ever uh, bumped into somebody, I'm sure you have, it's been an old high school buddy, I mean you just randomly uh, bumped into him and All of a sudden, your pathways begin to connect again. and Man, you just had so much to talk about. As a matter of fact, if it had been a while, you were probably thinking about how they had changed. may not have been inwardly, but it was externally. Uh, You begin to think, man, that person doesn't look the same. They didn't act the same. Nothing's the same. I remember for Easter, we had a a lot of family pictures made. And uh, by the natural course of life now, they found their way on Facebook. And somebody in Christie's family said, golly, Brad sure has a lot of gray hair since the last time I've seen him. And, uh, you know, we begin to talk about how everything changes. And, uh, you know, you bump into those people and it strikes up, reminiscing and conversations for old times sake. And then there's those other times where you you may have bumped into somebody who was a celebrity, somebody who was popular, uh, uh, an athlete or something. You ran into them in the airport or bumped into them at a, at a mall, you know, and, and there you may have asked them for their autograph. and I mean, you just randomly encountered someone. And uh, it, it gave you a different perspective. You know, that's kind of how this passage of Scripture was. I mean, there Zacchaeus was, felt like the whole world was on top of him, and he bumped into a man named Jesus. And what I want you to understand today is that Christ is, loves us so much that he's always pursuing us pursuing us with his love, with his mercy, imploring us, drawing us, beckoning us, uh, just like you would pursue that, that, uh, that athlete or whoever that you're trying to get their autograph. And, man, and this story is very interesting. Let's just read it and then we're going to come back and look at it. Luke chapter 19 and verse 1, and then Jesus entered into Jericho and he was passing through that town that day. And the next verse there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief circle that in your Bible, chief tax collector, that meant he was in charge, and he was rich, and he was trying to see Jesus. Would you circle that in your Bible, trying to see, that was the first thing he was doing, the first action that we see. But he was not able to because of the crowd, since he was a sharp man. I, I mean, if you hadn't been in church in 30 years, you probably remember this story. You know I mean? Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he. He climbed up in the sycamore tree because his world was erect everyone could see and so I mean this it was force, his problems was forcing him up this tree and man there he was he was, he was climbing and, and he went and he see Jesus because Jesus was about to pass that way and when Jesus came to the place he looked up circle that in your Bible he looked up and he said to him, "Hey Zacchaeus of the sycamore tree I want to make sure he wouldn't Confusing him with Zacchaeus in the crowd. Zacchaeus, hurry down. Come down. Because today I must stay at your house. Look at this next verse. So he quickly came down. And he welcomed him joyfully. And he's, all who saw it began to complain. Circle that, circle that phrase in your Bible. Began to complain. Do you see that? There's another action taking place. He's gone to lodge with a sinful man. at Jesus Hanging out with a bunch of sinners. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to them, Lord, look, I'll give half of my possessions to the poor. Look, and if I have extorted anything from anyone, I will pay it back four times as much. Today, Jesus said, salvation has come to your house. because." And Jesus told him, because he too is a son of Abraham. Look at verse the next verse here, verse 10. This is so interesting. For the son of man has come to get people to church. Is that what it says? The Son of Man has tried to make you religious. The Son of Man has tried to make you think better thoughts about yourself. Is that what it says? No, it says the Son of Man has come to seek, to pursue after, to seek and to save those which were lost. Remember, you know most things have a everything business has a mission statement, and so when I gave my heart to Christ, I began to pursue what is the mission statement of Jesus. And one day I found it in this passage of Scripture: What is the mission statement of Jesus? To seek and to save those which are lost. To seek and to save those which are lost. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can try to dress that up with a a greater vocabulary and greater emphasis, but I'm going to tell you, if you want to get to where the rubber meets the road, what was Jesus up to? He wasn't trying to make you religious. He wasn't trying to make you go to church. He wasn't trying to make you something that you're not. He just wanted to rescue those who were perishing. He wanted to rescue those who were lost and did not know their way home. There's a couple of things that really grabbed me in this passage of Scripture about running into Jesus. And the first one was that Zacchaeus' life was upside down. And the first thing that grabbed me was he had everything everyone else really wanted. I mean, if you could have saw Zacchaeus' house, it probably was one of the greater ones in the neighborhood. If you could have looked in his garage, he would have probably had an ATV apparatus for everything. I mean, he would have probably had a ski boat, a fishing boat, a motorhome to pull the boats behind. He probably had a a, a a, four-wheeler and everything you could imagine. Zacchaeus was a wealthy man. Zacchaeus' problem did not come from not having things. His problem came because things on the outside could not solve what was going on in the inside. And today, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as we have come here from very different walks of life, from different cultures, from different racial backgrounds, what I want you to know is that regardless of the color of our skin, regardless of where we grew up, regardless of what neighborhood you dwelt in or live in today, the problem is still the same. It's not an external problem, but it's an internal problem. And the problem is that things do not solve internal turmoil things will not turn, solve around you will not solve an internal cry and that's where the first thing that we see is that Zacchaeus was crying out for somebody to help him for somebody to, to give him the solution to what he was looking for and so man I don't know where Zacchaeus heard about Jesus you know I mean he was a tax collector so he was in and out of encountering people probably trying to negotiate tax deals from people that couldn't pay and i don't know i mean i could i could speculate all day through the new testament you know maybe it was the woman of the issue of blood who the bible says had spent all of her livelihood on physicians yet grew worse so to jesus she came i don't know i'm just speculating the bible doesn't say this but maybe he knocked on her door and was trying to work out a tax deal for her because she didn't have any money and she owed the government oh you know how that feels And I don't know, and maybe one day he went back and there she had some money. He's like, what happened? And and she said, man, I met this man named Jesus and he transformed my life. I don't know, maybe it was a a scripture before. Blind Bartimaeus who was walking down the streets and screaming, "Uh, Son of David, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. And Jesus, when the crowd was trying to shush, Blind Bartimaeus went to the one who was in need. I don't know, the New Testament is filled with examples of where Jesus rocked and transformed lives. But the main thing is that Zacchaeus, somewhere along the way, had heard about Jesus. And he heard that he was coming near his town. And so Zacchaeus said, I just got to see this Jesus. He had no idea that he would ever talk to him, have a conversation with him. He just thought, it was kind of the first look, if you will. Matter of fact, some of you may have a first look this morning. You know, maybe you've come to our church for the first time and you're, you're giving us that first look and you're like, oh, 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 oh that preacher, you know, well, he's loud, uh, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know what the first look is, but I think this was probably Zacchaeus' first look, because he never said he wanted to, to talk to Jesus, he just wanted to see him. And so the Bible says that he, he, when he couldn't get to where he could see him, he found a sycamore tree, he ran ahead of the crowd, found a tree, climbed up it. Why would he go to great extremes? Well, number one, it because your problems will send you up a tree if you don't deal with them. And so in this situation, the thing that was taking place was there was a turmoil that was going on in Zacchaeus' life that he couldn't find the solution for. Being a leader, being someone in charge of a most powerful uh, branch of government in that day and time did not solve his problems. And what I want you to know today is that in life, and I've been guilty of this before, I thought, man, if I could just have this or I could just have that, if I could just get a new job, if I could just make more money, If I could just find, if I could just trade this spouse in that's a knucklehead and and, and get it for a different one, everything would be better. Listen, we can never solve an internal problem with an external solution. And in this passage of Scripture, we see it right here in verses 3 and 4. I mean, Zacchaeus was up a tree. Zacchaeus was trying his best. He was trying to get to where he could see Jesus. Verse 4 says he went up the tree ran ahead, was hanging out in a sycamore tree. And all of a sudden in this, this whole thing, there was this internal inward turmoil, there was this inward cry. You know what an inward cry is like. It's that overwhelming spirit of, of oppression. It's when you wake up in the middle of the night and you begin to cry. It's where you cry yourself to sleep at night. Because of things going on in your life. I don't know what it may be. It may be you've had a spouse that's unfaithful. It may be that you've had a child who has chosen an alternative lifestyle. Or is a heavy user of pharmaceuticals of the not legal kind. Maybe it's because you have a, a child who's in prison. Maybe it's because you, you, have, you, you, have a, you lost your job. Maybe it's because you were passed over for a promotion that you had worked so hard for and they brought somebody else in from the inside, outside and, and now you don't know how you'll ever move up in life, how you'll ever make it up in the ranks and it just has you bummed out. But nevertheless, there's this inward turmoil, this inward turmoil going on to external problems. And if that's you today, I want you to understand that you didn't pass this way by accident, but by God's providence, because I want you to know that there is a man named Jesus who cares about your external problems, and he wants to bring an inward solution to the external problems that are giving you turmoil on the inside. And If he can solve the turmoil on the inside, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. If there's peace in, within, within there will be peace without see there was this inward cry but there was an outward call i mean there's zacchaeus is close your eyes can you picture him little bitty shark guy nestled in a oak, in a big sycamore tree probably leaning up against the trunk of it you know he found a good a, a good fork in the tree and you know he's probably in the recline mode and has his feet kicked back and and he's he's watching the throngs of people come towards him, and he's thinking, oh yeah, oh yeah, Jesus is getting close. Can you see him? Can you picture him in your mind? Can you see the crowds of people? Can you see the crowds of people? And there he is, a seat in the balcony. And he sees Jesus coming, and he sees people trying to get all around him, and he's thinking, I'm the smart man, that's why I'm the leader. I got the best seat on the street. And so all of a sudden he's getting closer. Can you see him getting closer and closer and closer? And there Zacchaeus is with this inward turmoil, this inward cry. But all of a sudden there's an outward call and it says, hey Zacchaeus. I bet he almost fell out of that tree. He never knew Jesus. But I want you to know something today that Jesus knew him. Jesus knew everything about Zacchaeus. He knew everything that was going on around him and within him. Why? Because before Zacchaeus was ever born, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah that while we were in the matrix of our mother's womb that God was calling our name out in the portal of glory. God knew who Zacchaeus was. He knew what Zacchaeus was about. And he knew what sent him up a sycamore tree. And I want you to know something today. And you may have never been to church in your life before. Or or you may have been all your life. But I want you to know this, my brothers and sisters in Christ. That God knows what's going on inside you and around you. And he is here to bring peace from within. There was this external call, an outward call. Zacchaeus! And hurry on down out of that tree. Look at verse 5 at what it says. Hurry on down. Don't delay. No, don't jump. Just hurry down, son. When Jesus came up to that place, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down because I want to go to your house today. I want you to know something today, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is an overwhelming scripture to me. Because Jesus was surrounded by people. He was surrounded by people of prominence. He was surrounded by people of power. He was surrounded by people of persuasion. He was surrounded by people who seemed to have everything together. He was surrounded by people who everyone would have loved to hung out with, and anyone would have get, and they would have all given him an, an invitation. But that wasn't the one that Jesus was looking for. Jesus was looking for the ones whose problem had sent him up to a tree. Jesus was looking for the one who could no longer look somebody in the eye because of the inward affliction the inward turmoil that was going on around them Jesus was looking for the most unlikely candidate Jesus was looking for the ones that the church didn't want, that the church had turned away the gangs, the kids that are members of gangs and thugs and The ones who externally people dismiss before they ever hear the cry of their heart just because of the way they look. The ones that nobody else wants to have anything to do with. Those are the people that Jesus Christ came to seek and to save those which were lost. Zacchaeus, I'm extending you a call, son. And so, man, the Bible says right here, Come on down, I want to stay at your house. And so, man, he comes down. And look, all of a sudden, the outward call started an outward commotion. I mean, you want to get some church folks stirred up. Just start bringing sinners into the building. I'm so thankful we're not that kind of body. I don't care what your sin is. I don't care what you've done. You have not fallen beyond the grip of grace. I don't care what what the color of your skin is, I don't care what the the gang you hang out in, in is, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're in the upper echelon culture or you're at the very bottom culture that people judge and place on life's pathway. What I want you to know today is that if we are going to impact a city, we need somebody. We need a missionary from every culture. We need a missionary from the biker culture. We need a missionary to the white collar culture. We need a missionary to the Hispanic culture. We need a missionary to, the, to every culture that there is, to every people group that there he is they would be willing to say i want to go out i want to make a difference jesus loves them this i know for the bible tells me so jesus christ gave up his life laid down his life for everyone from a to z and everyone in between he doesn't care if you're a, if you're a, if you're a banker or a bum he came to seek and to save those which were lost today regardless of where we are When he starts doing those things, it causes an outward commotion. The Bible says there was an outward commotion. Look in verse 6 right here. I mean, look right here. This is an overwhelming scripture. It begins to really connect the dots. So he came down quickly, and he welcomed him joyfully. And all who saw it began to complain and say, this dude's gone to lodge with sinners. Sinners thought he was the messiah he's hanging out with sinners but you know what Zacchaeus didn't care what they were saying Jesus didn't care what they were saying and the greatest day in your life will be when you don't care what other people are saying but you only have the ear of God the heart of God when the only voice you're listening to is the voice of Jesus Christ the king of kings and the Lord of Lords. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. The old song said. Though all hell assail me. I shall not be moved. You don't care what's happening around you. If there's a peace within. War can rage. Around. Zacchaeus woke up. That morning with an inward struggle. And inward cry. But by the end of the day. He had an inner calm. Where turmoil. turmoil where landmines were placed they were disarmed by the prince of peace because Jesus Christ came to seek and to save those which
1: were lost
2: verses 8, 9, and 10 summarize the story But Zacchaeus stood in front of everybody and said Lord, look, I'll give half of my possessions away. And if I took anything, I'll give it back four times. You know why he chose four? Because he knew that he was a tax man and he had cheated. It's a good week to preach on IRS cheating, huh? He did not need a Senate hearing. He did not need an independent counsel to know he was guilty. And the Old Testament said, and that's all he knew, was that if you had cheated and stole, you had to pay it back four times. And he did that publicly. We live in a day and age where nobody wants to be known as a public believer. Churches have done away with public invitations. They say you can just fill out a slip and be part of the kingdom. Jesus says in Matthew 10 that if you'll confess me before men, I'll confess you before the Father in heaven. If you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father in heaven. I didn't make the rules, I just deliver them. We live in a day and time where we don't want anybody to know that we have an inward struggle, so we just want to check a box and, and hope that some pixie dust sprinkles over us and everything will be okay. We just, we just want the benefits of Christ coming to our house. But we don't want the commitment we don't want to be recognized in his company and today I want you to know something that Jesus has come to your sycamore tree today he's come to your wits end corner and said today is the day for you to come down today is the day for you to come out of the bondage and into freedom Jesus did not go for you. Did not go to the cross for you. Did not suffer at the hands of the Roman soldiers. Did not have all the sins of the world placed on his back at three o'clock in that afternoon when the sky turned black and the thunder began to roll way before Garth Brooks ever thought about it, and the earth began to shake when the our sins was placed upon his back, and he did all that for you. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians, that he made him, being Jesus, God made Jesus, who did not know sin, to become sin. He didn't make him sin. He placed our sin upon his back, so that we who were far off could be brought near and become his children. In a world that says, stuff down your problems, compact them down, hide them, dress up the outward appearance, paint on a fake smile, embrace the world, read you a good self-help book, and it'll all get better. Jesus says, come on down. Let me come into your life. Let me come stay
1: at your house.
2: And then you'll be able to say, no, never alone. No, never alone. My Jesus promised to never leave me alone. Today it may cost some of you to come out of that sycamore tree. You may have people mock you. You may have people ridicule you. But I've never known anybody to be disappointed. I've never known anybody in 16 years of ministry to come back and say, Boy, Pastor, I can't believe you got me into that Jesus scam. He, He really just trashed my life. Today, some of you have been trying to do it on your own for too long. Today, you've tried to quit drugs on your own and you failed. You've tried to quit an alternative lifestyle on your own and you failed. You've tried tried this, you've tried that, and you've tried to, to think positive thoughts and it just isn't working. Today, he's standing at your tree and he's saying, Mary, John, Demetrius, I know the plans that I have for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. Mary, they were to give you a hope in the future, not to send you up a tree. John, come on out of that tree. I want to do life. That's your call today. Question is: Will you be a Zacchaeus? He says, "I don't care what my wife says. I don't care what my husband say. I don't care what my peers say. I only care that I'm no longer lost. I have been found today. Would you give him your?" came here with an inward turmoil an inward cry would you please leave with an inward calm here's how you do that it's simple your head bowed you just admit it you say Lord I've got this inward struggle taking place And if you know what it is that's holding you back, confess it. Call it out right now. Admit it. Lord, I can't seem to get rid of A. Lord, B has been oppressing me for far too long. Admit that we've broken his heart. That we've missed the mark. Could you admit it? maybe you're already a believer and you know you're still living in bondage today just admit God I've been failing and then the second thing you need to do in this prayer if you've admitted it is you need to believe you need to believe that Jesus Christ came to this earth not because he was tired of kicking up gold dust and wanted to take a field trip to earth but that he came with a purpose to redeem you you need to believe that he went to the cross for you you need to believe what his word says in 1 John 1 9 that if you would just confess your sins and believe that he paid it all for you it is done you need to believe that when he rose again from the dead that he did that for you if, you, if in your prayer right now you've admitted and you you said Lord I believe you did all that for me then here's what you do you simply commit your life to him and you say Lord I know that you are faithful and just forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness Lord I commit my life to you Lord I, I want I want what Zacchaeus had I want you to transform me I don't care who knows just admit it, believe it and commit. It. Today with your head bowed. If you prayed that prayer and you say, "Pastor Brad, that's me." I just I just said those three simple prayers. Here's what I want you to do. With nobody looking around but just me, I want you to slip your hand up because I want to pray for you before this invitation starts. I see that hand, young lady. Somebody else? I see those hands. Somebody else? Somebody else. You prayed that prayer. Thank you, young man. I saw that hand, young man. I see that hand? I see that hand, sir. Somebody else. I see that hand, young lady. Somebody else. Young man, I see your hand. Thank you for having courage. Somebody else. Now, here's why I want you to raise your hand because I'm fixing to pray for you. Because Jesus is calling to you, and you called out to him. Now, I want to pray for you today that you'll have enough courage to get out of your tree, come down out of your tree, crawl out of your corner and let this family know today's a day that I'm living for Jesus I will no longer be in bondage to my past I'm embracing my new future today thank you for praying that that's the first step the second step is saying I'm with him I'm with Jesus people argue over whether you have to do that to be born again I don't could debate that all day but here's what I know Jesus did say that I publicly was crucified for you I publicly bled on the cross for you, I was stripped naked for the whole world to see all I want you to do is be willing to say I'm with Jesus Father God thank you for these hands that was raised now Lord I know there's an inward struggle right now for people that Lord as they want to step out and make that public declaration I pray today Lord that you would bind the spirit of fear and intimidation that they may embrace the light and the new life that you have for them in Jesus name Amen here's what I want you to do if you raise your hand I'm going to have Pastor Ralph some others will be here we want to pray with you we want to pray with you that, that prayer of commitment We want you to know what you're doing and we want to celebrate with you today so I want you to come I don't want you to delay if you'll take one step I remember the day I took that step if you'll take that one step and I've heard this time and time again you'll feel like he carries you the rest and then today maybe you're a believer and you've already come out of that tree but you've allowed the devil to have intimidation tactics on you and you've been living your life as a born again, blood bought believer with your tail between your legs, hypothetically speaking. And today you want to gain back your spiritual boldness. Today this is your time. Come to this altar. There will be somebody to meet you here and pray for you and give you victories. Just stand to your feet. Once you come, let's do business with the Lord today. How about you, church? Once you come. Pastor Ralph's here. Once you come, let's do business. Don't delay. You prayed that prayer, won't you come? If, 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 if you're waiting, if you need to talk to somebody, just wait right here for a moment until somebody speaks with you. Won't you come? Pastor Matt, won't you come, brother? How about you today? Let's do business with the Lord. Let's let somebody know what's happening today. What's God stirring up in your heart and your life today? Won't you come?
0: Hope is blood and righteousness, I dare not trust the sweetest praise, but wholly trust in Jesus' name, Christ uh,
2: said, Pastor, I prayed that prayer. I know what I need to do. Hands went up all over this building. Today, seal it. Publicly declare your affection, your love for Jesus. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Maybe you're here, and you just want to be one on one with somebody. Let us know. Don't don't get out of this building. Don't get out of this building without grabbing Ralph, myself, somebody by the hand and saying, hey, I just need to talk to you. I just need to talk to you. Meet me in the foyer. I'll be glad to visit with you. Whatever the case is, you don't have to run off today. We've got we've got lunch here. <laughs> Let's do business with the Lord. They're going to sing one more verse of this, and if nobody comes, we'll close our invitation. Today. When
0: He shall come with trumpet sound, oh may I then. worship him. Dressed in His righteousness alone, fall and stand before
2: the Lord. it out, Christ alone.
0: Christ alone.
2: You believe that, church?
0: Come.
1: This morning, man, it's just we're just celebrating Christ alone, Christ alone. There's going to be some guys. It's uh, going to be holding the elements of the Lord's Supper. We we do it differently uh, from time to time. And what we want to do this morning is just invite you as as an individual, as a couple, as a family. If you just want to begin to make your way on up here today and just receive the elements of the Lord's Supper, uh, just as these guys will be stationed here, just. Come on and find it and find one near you and just go ahead and receive the elements of the Lord's Supper and just make your way back and just make your way back to your seat and make it a personal thing this morning for you, just a personal time of worship for the Lord, whether it's. Whether it's you as an individual or you just want to grab a guest by the arm and, and walk with them or you come as a family. However you choose to do so, this is a time for you to come and and just worship the Lord and what I want you to do is as you get back, as you get back to your seat then and you just go ahead and receive the elements in your own time and in your own way. And you just uh, You just take a few moments and and thank the Lord for the fact that this bread represents His broken body. And that this fruit of the vine represents His shed blood. So that you can have life. So that you can have it more abundant. So that you can have it everlasting. give everybody an opportunity to receive. Thank you guys. So just this morning, let's just take a few moments and, and thank the Lord. Father, we do thank you for what these elements represent. We thank you, Lord, that this bread represents your broken body. And that this fruit of the vine represents your shed blood. Lord, nobody took your life. You laid it down for us. And I thank you for that. Lord, I realized this morning that without a crucifixion there could have never been a resurrection. And Lord, I realized this morning that there needs to be some things that are crucified in our life before we can ever know the resurrection power that comes through you. And So Lord, this morning as we receive the bread and the fruit of the vine, I, I pray that it would represent a dying in ourself of whatever needs to die so that we could live like we've never lived before. In Jesus' name, you may receive that. I'm going to ask you to be seated for just a moment. Just just hold on to your cup, or you can set it in the seat beside you. Our ushers will pick it up later. We're going to go back in a few moments and uh,